This is episode number 19 with volunteer manager of the nonprofit organization Muslim Serve, Shafia Rana. Welcome to the We Love Philly podcast. My name is Carlos Aponte, a Philadelphia school teacher whose mission is to promote volunteerism throughout the city of Philadelphia and help put the brotherly love back into the city of brotherly love. Each week, my students and I bring you a person or organization that is making Philly a better place. Thanks for spending some time with us, and let's dive in. Mother Teresa once said, We think sometimes that poverty is only being hungry, naked, and homeless. The poverty of being unwanted, unloved, and uncared for is the greatest poverty. We must start in our own homes to remedy this kind of poverty. And the famous British journalist Ron Hall once said, the biggest misconception about the homeless is that they got themselves in the mess. Let them get themselves out. Many people think they are simply lazy. I urge those to make a friend at a local mission and find out how wrong these assumptions are. And I love that quote by Ron Hall because my students and I had the opportunity recently to volunteer with Muslim Serve where we got to face some of these misconceptions about the homeless during our time there. And it's really hard not to want to volunteer for Muslim Serve when you have such a beautiful soul like Shafia Rana. I feel like during the entire interview, you can really feel her positive energy coming through and it's amazing to talk to someone who's genuine about being of service to others and you just see how it benefits her and I really think you guys are going to like the energy that is running throughout this podcast. In this episode we talk about how Muslims serve is different than other organizations who help the homeless. We talk about the incorrect perceptions of Islam that are prevalent in the city of Philadelphia. And we also talk about the rewards of being of service to others. If you want to reach Muslim Serve or you want to volunteer with Muslim Serve, you can actually reach out to Shafia personally at volunteer at muslimserve.org. That's Muslims, plural, serve.org. You can find them on their website, muslimserve.org. They're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Muslims Serve. If you want to find out more about what we're doing at We Love Philly, you can find us online at welovephilly.org. We're also on Instagram at We Love Philly, on Facebook at We Love Philadelphia. And stick around at the end of the podcast when we have our new segment called Just My Thoughts, where we give an educational philosophy that is related to what you just heard. We hope you enjoy this episode, and here it is with Shafia Rana. Welcome, everybody, to the We Love Philly podcast. We are joined today with volunteer manager of Muslim Serves, Shafia Rana. How are you? Good. How are you guys? I'm great. We're also joined with one of my students, Kasim Karamoko, who for the second interview in a row has come up here on his summer vacation to sit in on this interview and ask questions. How are you, Kasim? I'm doing great. I'm grateful to be here and be a part of this great interview. And it's Shafia. Ask great questions. I, I think we will, too. So we volunteered for Muslim Serves, I want to say maybe a month ago. Kasim, why don't you explain how that experience was? Oh, yeah. That experience was fun. We went to Muslim Serves and we served the less fortunate. We gave out food and we introduced ourselves to the people. We gave water. It was like service to 
people who needed food during the time. And it was a great experience for us and the other students. We were all excited. Yeah, there was a large group of us for that one, right? Yes. Awesome. So ha- does that sound like what Muslim Serves is, yeah. Shafi? What is Muslim Serve? Uh, so Muslim Serve is a nonprofit hunger relief organization. And we not only are at the hub, they also have like many other different sites. What's the hub? Um, the hub is where you guys came to do, um, well, it's called the Hub of Hope. We just shorten it and call it the Hub. Um, That's what like Project Home does all of their stuff. Like they provide services during throughout the week and stuff. And then we are the ones who help out with their dinner meal service on the weekends, which is like Friday to Monday. So we only do the dinner meal services, but then um, outside of the Hub, a Muslim server also has like different sites where they do the same thing they provide meals, but at the hub is a little different because that's more volunteer based. Yeah. Uh, where we have the volunteers come out and they're kind of like waiters at a restaurant. Yeah, it really. Had that's that. what you guys were. Yeah. You guys were like waiters at a restaurant. Yeah, it was really cool. I used to before I was a teacher, I was a waiter, and it, it was that exact <laughs> experience. I got to fill people's water. I got to talk to people, make them feel yeah. welcome, make them feel like a guest, and then we serve. Yeah, them that's food. the that's like the easiest way to explain it. Because if I go ahead and like break down like what volunteers actually do, like it gets a little complicated. But then I'm just like, okay, at the end of the day, I'm just like, listen, you guys are just waiters. Yeah. That's it. That's all you are. And they well, just don't have an option of a menu. Yeah. They are just serve whatever is cooked for the day. So yeah, that's that, about it. That's exactly what it felt like. And I would even go further than say we were just waiters because I know some volunteers were hosts or hostesses. Some were doing yeah. the dishes. It was like a whole restaurant. Some volunteers were yeah. giving out the food. It was really cool to watch everyone work together in, a, in an yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, we try to keep it volunteer based and volunteer run. Mostly, so we try to give the volunteers like the most experience possible where we have some in the kitchen doing dishes and cleaning up. And then we have some serving because we don't cook there. uh, So the meals are brought down. So whoever's there, they prepare the plates for the servers to take out and serve to the guests. And some are just talking to the guests and some are like cleaning the tables, serving. They just try to make it all about them and they can just do whatever they want. Amazing. What kind of feedback have you gotten from the guests? The guests love, um, they like the volunteers. They love the meals. And then the volunteers just tell us that's how it's very organized because of how we just have everything laid out and how we go ahead and like do everything. And we try to keep it organized because there are times where we won't get as many guests. And then there's times where we get a lot of guests. So we just have to make sure that no one's like, you know, crashing into each other on their way out or coming in and stuff. So yeah. I, yeah. I, I have to agree. Since we started volunteering probably around six months ago, that you, your organization might be the most organized really? one we were at. Oh, yeah, Yay. absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone <laughs> That's great knew, to every, hear. Everyone had the role. Everyone knew what they were yeah. doing. Everyone ha- knew where the, the dishes went. Everyone knew what cards to give to which guests. Everyone yeah. knew. It keeps it yeah. like less crazy and chaotic if everyone knows like what they're supposed to do because – I feel like if it's not like that, then there's volunteers who are just like standing there and they get bored and they don't want to come back if they aren't doing anything. Yeah. So it's just nice to like we try to make sure even if we get more volunteers than we need, um, we still try to give them roles and just have them do something so they're not just like, oh, you know, here for no reason. So we just give them we give them a reason to be there. Yeah. But it's fun. I had a really good time. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Are there any qualifications to be a guest? Can anyone just come to a Muslim serve event? I believe so. I don't think there's really a, um, a qualification cool. to be a guest to 
come down there, you're looking for a free meal. Some guests necessarily aren't really homeless, but you know, they kind of live paycheck to paycheck where they might have enough to pay a bill, but they don't have enough to buy themselves a meal. So they are more than welcome to come on down. And we serve them a free meal. And same goes for volunteers. Like you don't really have to have a qualification to be a volunteer. I think it's your intentions that matter. Yeah. So if you have good intentions, just come on down. That's awesome. We'll welcome you. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I definitely want to be a part of that, again, that experience. Oh, yeah. we would love to have you guys again. So have you been with Muslim Serve since 2012 when it started? I was actually a volunteer with Muslim Serve when they sort of first started out. And they actually still do this where they prepare meals every third Saturday of the month. And those meals are given out to like different sites uh, for people to come pick up or be served. So I used to volunteer with a family friend or super early in the morning. And then it came a point where I was just like, okay, I can't get up in the morning that early anymore. And I started working. So the weekends were my only days off. So I kind of like stopped going. for a while then years passed by and then they were looking for a volunteer uh, manager when they um, partnered up with the hub of hope to take over there so a family friend told them about me and i was just like sure why not cool i went down there and met my director um, and everything so that's how it started cool so what was it like in the beginning because a lot of the people who listen to this podcast are, want to start their own nonprofits or want mm-hmm. to start their own organizations that give back. That's a very good question. I don't really have an answer yeah. to that one. Because like I started off, I was really involved with them when they started serving at the hub. But uh, from what I do know is that Muslim Serve started with the president and him and his wife. I guess they were just we were walking around Philadelphia and they just saw the need for how people were just on the streets, you know, just there, they were were in need of food and just, you know, kindness. And I guess that just sparked it and they kind of started off with that. No, that makes sense. Just one little person, one person, one idea started it off. No, that's that's how it usually goes. I tell my students that a lot. They're they're really entrepreneurial type students. And I tell them if you can find a need Mm -hmm. and you have good intentions, you can be successful in what you're trying to do. And that's what it sounds like. People who started Muslim services, they (laughs) saw the need walking around Philadelphia. They had good intentions wanting to help. And now I think you just have to find like the the right people as well who kind of have the same motivation you do um, and the same goals as you do. Because if you're super passionate and the other person's kind of not, you just like yeah. It's a struggle a little yeah. bit because you're just like, come on, like we really want to do this, yeah. but it's not happening. So I think you just kind of have to like work through yeah. it and find like the right people yeah. um, or like someone who will be like the right fit for you and for what you want to do. And so I agree. You just explained the life of a teacher. Oh, <laughs> I actually worked at <laughs> elementary school, so I know. You come in super passionate, <laughs> and so students are like, not today. And you're like, come on, guys, and they're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my students are like, I don't want to talk to you today. I was like, okay. <laughs> so what makes Muslim Serves different than other organizations that help the homeless? Personally, I know that we welcome anyone and everyone. We don't discriminate against like the color of your skin, what religion you follow, what religion you don't follow. For me, it's just anyone and everyone. Cool. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter like yeah. who you are, what you are. You're just a person. You're coming down there to help others and i think that is like the main thing that's like the main point of you being down there is that you want to show kindness to those who are less fortunate and you know that's i guess what matters more than what you look like 
Yeah, I exactly. agree. Are there core teachings of Islam that are intertwined within Muslim serve? Yes. We are taught to serve. We are taught to give charity and help others constantly, no matter how big, small you are, no matter how much you personally have, you have to try to do your best to give to others. And, you know, we're always we're taught constantly that the good you give to others will come back to you eventually. Um, it might take 10 years, but it'll come back to you eventually yeah. <laughs> one day. Yeah. And that's a big part of it as well, which is why we do what we do. Absolutely amazing. What are some of the incorrect perceptions of Islam that you see out there? I think it's not just in Philadelphia. I think all over, like, they just think it's very, people think it's very violent. Yeah. And it's really not. And then, especially because I cover, so I wear the hijab, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are like, a lot of the questions I get asked are like, you know, were you forced to wear it? Or like, did, were you, like, did somebody tell you to wear it? Like, no, no one, no one told me to wear it. No one forced me to wear it. I just chose to wear it myself. So people, I guess, think we don't have a choice, but we actually do. And yeah. a lot of the choices we make ourselves, okay, there might be some family influence behind it, but that's, I think that's with everything yeah. and everyone. Really so is. you can't really be like, oh, it's only this, I'll know. It's, even if you're not Muslim, like there's some family influence, some friend influence, no matter what decision you make. But we're very peaceful for the most part. I mean, if you like not pay attention to the news, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, everyone's yeah. peaceful if you don't pay attention to the news. Yeah. I don't know if they would have anything to show if it was all good things. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> no, like everyone's, I don't know. Anyway that I've encountered, we've always been like, very nice encounters with everyone. I haven't had any like extreme crazy experiences. So I don't really have any crazy stories to share. Yeah, I'm happy to hear that. No, that's a good thing. How many sites does Muslim Serve operate? Is it just out of the Hub of Hope? No, they have sites in, well, there's Philadelphia, there's Camden, Delaware, Delaware, Chester County, Montgomery County, for the most part, that's like... like oh, wow. Yeah. So you're in multiple states. Yep. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And it all... And you were there... Well, you were there as a volunteer in the beginning, and it's grown that much in seven Yeah, years. I was a volunteer for the third Saturday of the month meals that they would prep here in Philadelphia. So I've, I haven't been to the other sites, but I do no. know that they do a lot. And we even, like, um, co-host events with other organizations if they would want somebody to prepare a meal. So Muslims are, like, prepares a meal, and so we partner up with them. Yeah, I've seen that. We were actually with Repair the World. Yeah, there you yeah, go. We do oh, I of, love those yeah, girls. <laughs> us too. We do a lot of work with Repair the World. And she was telling me that Repair the World, Muslim Serves, yeah. and Broad Street Ministries will yes. all get together. What do you work on when you all get together? So Repair the World usually comes down to the Hub of Hope and they bring a group with them to come volunteer. And we do like an interfaith That's so cool. thing. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. What do people learn? A lot. It's just, the thing is, like, it's very, like, if you really look into a religion, like, there are just, I feel like they're all, well, I personally think, like, they're all so similar. Oh, yeah, especially Christianity. Yeah, and it's just, that's, I think it's awesome how, like, we can just pick out things that are like, oh, you know, we do that too. And it's just like, what do we fight about then if it's, like, all the same? So it's just, like, different things they learn because, you know, they're taught to, you know, serve and help others. And we are taught the same thing, so. We yeah. just had like all those like different discussions and how we can better ourselves, I guess. 
That's cool. So, that's amazing. Fun. Hearing this reminds me that we should find more similarities we have instead of differences. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to ask, how is the feedback from the people that do volunteer when they are at Muslim Service? Do they seem more happier after? Because we sure was. Well, I'm, I'm glad you guys were. And a lot of them are. Um, I haven't really gotten any negative feedback. They mostly tell us like how um, organized it was, and for a lot of them, it's a very it's a very easy location to get to. After I explain to them how to get down there, yeah. and it's so funny because they call me and I'm sitting in Jersey, and I'm just like, listen, I can give you very limited directions, yeah. so yeah. hope you can follow them. Underneath <laughs> the municipal building, yeah. underneath it. Yeah. How do I get there? Yeah, they're like, so I'm at the address. I'm like, so. The address is for the building. Yeah. You have to kind of go down. Yeah. And they're like, how? And I'm just like, okay, so if you're at the building, cross the street. There's a cafe. There's a set of stairs. Go yeah. down. The Hubba Hope sign really yeah. Us. yeah. So, And I wish, I think they need to put more signs like outside instead yeah. of like under. Because sometimes it's just like, because some people, like I'll tell them Dilworth Park and they'll go to Love Park. I'm like, no, there's another one. Yeah. Just look across the street, please. <laughs> so Sorry. it's a, it's a struggle, but, um. Other than that, like, they've all liked it, and I have seen a lot of them come back. Like, if I don't see them face-to-face, I do have phone conversations with them, um, and they like it, and they want to come back, and I try to get them to be, like, my backups Yeah. every now and then. So I ask them, like, their availability, if they can come down and everything. So Cool. Yeah. I have good contact with them. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's nice. Yeah, everyone is really so, nice. You yeah. see more opportunities once you... Yeah. Realize that that's the truth. Though. Yeah. Let me see what as you are. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Is there other ways that Muslims serve besides food? Are there any other programs that you have or anything? We t- do take donations. Mm-hmm. Um, you could donate money if you have clothes, okay. books, food, anything. Um, and you want to donate it to us, we definitely do find a use for them. So if there is someone who is in need of clothes and you decide to donate clothes, we have that person in mind and or an organization who's looking for donations and you want to donate to us, so we'll just donate your donations to them. Yeah. And so it kind of like a very intertwined and connected with the community. So if anybody needs anything, you know, we put it out there. So I was looking at the website and I looked at your values. Okay. So Muslim Serbs has... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Really? 11, that many? 11 <laughs> values. The one, the one that stuck out most to me and something that I am constantly trying to teach my students, and I wanted you to speak on just in no. case students are listening. Okay. <laughs> the importance of, and it was your very first value. Really? The very first one. I don't was, even remember that. I'm really bad with that. <laughs> it's okay. Was integrity. Oh. Integrity. Why do you think that is such a crucial value for Muslim Serb, the Muslim Serb organization? Not sure. Or I don't, I don't even remember that was on there. Yeah. Or <laughs> I can reframe it. What do you believe is integrity? Wow. I really have to think about this. I don't even know. I mean, I know I do what I do to be a nice person. That's what that's why I do it. Yeah. Um because I feel like the way everything is nowadays with the media and like the basically the whole world, it's very hard to find kind, nice, kind people. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of people are afraid to be kind at times because they feel like, oh, if I do this for somebody, like they're not going to do it for me. Yeah. So unless it's being done for them, they don't want to do it. I don't know. I've never been like that. I've always done things for others. Um, I got yelled at for it 
sometimes on my mom because she's well, like, why are you doing this? Exactly. You know, you're not getting anything in return. But I'm just like, you know, like, does it really matter? My intentions are pure. Like, I'm doing it because I want to. Yeah. No one's forcing me to do it. I don't have, like, an ulterior motive behind it. Like, if I do this, then this will happen. Like, my thing is if I do this one day down the line, something good will happen to yeah, me and, as well. And it's funny so. because people say this, the same stuff to me. I'm always confused. Because in my mind, I think, well, isn't happiness a reward? Doesn't everyone yeah. want to be happy? And they're having such a hard time. Oh, that happy. feeling is just so good when you yeah, just see someone like, oh my exactly. God, like they don't expect it from Ex you. Exactly. Oh, and that's like you, the best feeling. Yes. And I'm like, why do I need something of monetary value? Yeah. Or I have to have something when I can just be happy. I'm having a good time doing yeah. this, right? I don't question you when you're having a good doing. Yeah. I'm doing other things. I'm not like, well, what are you getting in return? Like, yeah. Is that good for you? Like, I'm just happy to give back and I get that reward yeah. immediately. Yes. I feel good. Yeah. We're taught to give with the intentions of getting anything in return. Yeah. You know, and that is like, I think that's like the best way because if you're expecting something in return, you're going to be disappointed. You're not going to want to do it again, which is really sad. And yeah. we don't want that. Exactly. So we don't want to see sad people. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Can you pinpoint the exact moment you knew you were doing what you were meant to do? There's been a lot because I'm from Long Island originally. Okay. So, um, and I grew up with a single, a single parent, two two younger siblings. Being the eldest, I was always like in the front line with my mom. So, kind of sort of seeing the adult world at an early age, I kind of sort of know what what goes on into it. And I've been seeing it for so long that I reached a point where I was just like, I think I'm like. Does this all even matter? We're not taking anything with us when we're dead. Yeah. Like it's all just it's all just gonna stay here. Good for you. How so, old were you when you saw this? I don't know. I don't <laughs> even know. Well, I was nine when my dad passed, so wow. um, it's been it's been a while. Yeah. But like I think every day or every year, like it's just like something new that comes up. I do know that in the recent years, that's like I've spoken to my mom about this, and I'm just like, you know, I'm like where is all this going? Like it's not going anywhere. I'm like, when we're dead, like, we're not taking anything with us. It's all just going to stay here. So what's the point? Like, why do I, you know, why can't I just do something because I want to? Like, like does it really matter? Like, I don't. Yeah. And, like, I've always been the type of person, like, I don't really pay attention to what others say. For me, it was just, like, as long as my mom's okay with it. And my mom knows, like, it's fine. Like, yeah. nobody else matters. And I've always wanted to help others because of the way I grew up. And, you know, there were times where... I don't remember, but I know there has been numerous people who have helped me knowing that my mom is a single parent, my mom doesn't speak English, and I'm nine years old. How much can I really translate these big, giant adult words? I, I don't even know, but here I am trying to figure out how to translate them to my mom so she understands. You know, so there have been a lot of people who helped me. But I know there's one person I will always remember for like forever um, is my third grade teacher. Awesome. Her name is Mrs. Kihas. I think a couple years ago, I found her on Facebook. Oh, you did? Yeah, and I messaged her. I was Te like, I really hope you remember me. Teachers live for that. <laughs> and for she that. did. I remember I gave her a picture of me, and she had it on her desk. And she told me that I visited her, like, years ago. Back when I was, I think, 7th, 8th grade. And she told me that her students thought that I was her daughter. Oh, wow. She has a son. But students thought I was her daughter. And she's like, no, I tell them that you're, you're kind of like my daughter. I was like, oh, that's so nice. So since eighth grade up until a couple years ago, I had no contact with her whatsoever. But one random day, I was like, let me just Google my teacher on Facebook and see if I can find her. 
And it was, it was, it took me a while because her name kind of had changed, but I did find her. Yeah. And I still remember, um, cause I was in third grade when my dad passed. So that third grade class and my teacher, like she was just there. Like I just loved being there with her. Like she wouldn't let me stay in for recess and just be with her. And if I just needed anything, everybody was just so nice to me. (laughs) And I just live for that. And I remember it. So that was like the best thing ever. We got to make sure Miss Kihas hears this. I know. I hope she, I'm going to tell her. (laughs) I'll send you the link and you can email it to her. Yeah. Yeah. Teachers live for that. For students to come back and say all these nice things. And we're like, oh my God. (laughs) I'm always afraid my teachers aren't going to remember me. But I know my third grade teacher does. I definitely know she does. We remember It's so funny because I had a similar experience to her being the older out of two siblings. Yeah. Mother single and having to translate words to to her growing up. That's a struggle. Early. (laughs) He left early on. Um, And and it's funny, my best teacher up until I met Mr. Ponte, (laughs) Miss Tolan, she was similar like that. Nice save. Yeah, right. <laughs> she's nice and she also got her last name changed so i was thinking if i find her one day i'll tell her thanks cool you should definitely she did. well now that we're on the younger versions of ourselves <laughs> if you could go back in time and tell the teenage version of yourself three things what would you tell you and why i would tell myself that whatever's happening is happening for a reason that you don't need to scorn yourself in a way like why me yeah. I mean, I still do it, but, <laughs> um, you know, but it's it's like everything's happening for a reason. But at the end of the day, everything is always okay. Like things work themselves out. And the third and final thing is focus on yourself and do what makes you happy, no matter what. I mean, obviously I can think of others, but I have to think of myself first. Beautiful. Yeah. How do people get in touch with Muslim Sirs? How do they volunteer? Do you have social media? Yes. Website? Uh, we do have Facebook and it's Muslims Serve. So Muslims is plural and then it's Serve. We have Instagram. I am active on both. So if they DM us on Instagram, I check those messages. They can message us on Facebook. I check those. We also have our own website where they can register basically create an account and then they can see all the available dates that they can sign up for. Um, my email's on there, so they don't have to worry about getting automated emails. Every email that they get is written out by me. Yeah, so which is 100% true because I've been emailing her back and forth <laughs> since December. So, yeah, yeah, and I tell everybody, I'm like, listen, because they're like, oh, I got an email. I'm like, it was for me. Don't yeah. worry. Like, it's not some computer. Yeah, yeah. It's actually a person. Yeah, people so. appreciate that. Yeah, and then I also have a number. I usually give the volunteers, like, once they email me, that they can text me as well. Because some, they'll probably email me once, and then after that, they prefer texting me instead of email. Because they're like, oh, I don't check my email often. So I was like, you know what, here, like, here's a number. You can just, if you prefer texting, I'm fine with that. We can text. If you ever want to call me, call me. If you just want to stick to email, that's totally fine, too. Yeah. So that's cool. It's very different ways that they can get in touch and yeah. volunteer. Such a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> I try. Is, is the website Muslims plural as well? Serve.org? Yeah, it's MuslimsServe.org. That's our website that you were on. Okay. Um, and then we also have a volunteer site. So the volunteer site is MuslimsServe.VolunteerHub.com. Yeah. That one's a little longer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, I like having students come. It's fun interacting with them. It makes it more energetic and they're really fast paced. I know some are very like timid yeah. and some are just very out there. So the ones that are very out there, like there are certain jobs where we're just like, okay, 
that person's um, going to be better at this one. So we'll just make sure we keep them in the front or we put them in charge of like a certain thing. We're like, okay, you know, this one's going to be a lot better yeah. with that. So. Well, I want to take a moment to send some love your way for what you do as an individual Thank and for you. your, for your organization. <laughs> it's amazing how many people we served. We were there for maybe two and a half hours and I feel like we served maybe a couple hundred people yeah. and it was the most organized, well-oiled machine. And it's <laughs> cool because then you see it with your interactions as well. Mm-hmm. You make a volunteer feel welcomed. You do everything you can to make sure the volunteer has a good time, yeah, which definitely. we appreciate a lot since we've been, time. since we volunteered well, I'm glad you guys did come back. Yeah. I want to see you guys again. <laughs> they want to see you guys again too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was a really yeah. good time. Yeah, to be honest, like, we do serve from 4 to 5. So the serving is just for an hour. But, you know, when coming early and helping set up and just, I think that time before serving just gives you, you know, like, interaction with other volunteers yeah, cool and, and everything. And we, that's what I like about it is that you just get to meet people like your age or older or younger than you and it's just it's just fun to like just meet and interact with just different kind of people that's yeah. exactly what it was meeting yeah people. one last question we ask everybody what is your definition of love oh god <laughs> <laughs> i don't have one for me i think it's just being a nice person because i'm a nice person so i want everybody to be nice beautiful <laughs> so yeah i think that it's how you carry yourself, how you treat others. I think you should always treat others the way you want to be treated. If someone does something to you, you find it rude or disrespectful. I don't think you should go ahead and do it to like a third person. Because if you didn't like that feeling inside you, what makes you think that that person's going to like it? I try to tell everybody, just be nice. Just move on. I don't hold grudges. So, yeah. and so it's, I know it's hard for some people, but I yeah. think that's what it is. I, I think being nice just attracts makes another person attractive yeah. and welcoming so yeah. like a, like attracts like yeah, yeah. it does yeah, definitely well, thank From you like so- and turn into love yeah <laughs> <laughs> down the line well, I like yeah well, thank you so much for your time well, thank you guys this is just my thoughts where we give an educational philosophy related to the episode you just heard Listening to this podcast reminded me of an educational philosophy that I talk about in class with my students called critical action. I'm betting a lot of you remember when you were in high school that you always had to do the critical thinking questions. We would have to read five to 10 pages and then we would have to answer these three to five critical thinking questions that were supposed to get you thinking on a different level than just consuming the information. I don't know about you, but I feel like going through high school, it trained me to have that analytical mind, but I feel like after I graduated high school and even after I graduated college my mind was so analytical that it froze me from actually taking action all of this thinking allowed self-doubt to creep into my mind and I never got around to the action because I was always trying to look at all the angles of a problem to make sure I didn't make a misstep. After living my life like that for a while and once I started teaching I started to make it part of my educational philosophy to teach 
critical action. And I believe many schools need to adopt this model of critical action because in my opinion, people are completely limitless. But like I said, they let doubt creep in during their thinking and then that doubt leads to being scared to fail. But through that failure is where that lesson can be learned. And I love that Muslim serve started with a couple who were walking down the street in Philadelphia. They saw a problem, they saw the homeless problem and they decided to act to solve it. Now I'm sure they didn't get it right in the beginning, but through their failures, they now serve thousands of people in multiple states. So this week, I challenge you all to take action. And when you take action, share some feedback with us on one of our platforms or leave a comment on the website about how it went. We would love to hear your stories. So we're looking forward to seeing you next week. Peace. Thank you.